In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio live on toginet.com. Co-hosted by Robin Boyd and Sandra Beck, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the many resources that are available in both the public and private sector and we'll be sharing helpful information from women all over the world we'll cover everything military from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder to navigating government programs dealing with family issues to the struggles of deployment along with being a working mother both in and out of the home this is military mom talk radio and here are your hosts sandra beck and robin boyd Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and we're kicking off another season with three great guests. We have Carol Stratton, the author of Changing Zip Code. She moved 22 times with her husband and four children. Then we're going to welcome Star Johnson. She is the director and co-writer of the D.C. Women's Theaters group, Lost Letters, From the Frontline to the Home Front. And then we're going to wrap out our show with Dwight Zimmerman from Military Writers Society of America. He's a best-selling and award-winning author. He's a radio show host, a producer, and he's, of course, president of Military Writers Society. So he's going to talk to us about what is going to go on in the new calendar year. Rob, Happy New Year. Merry Christmas and all that. (laughs) Happy New Year. I am so excited for this year, Sandra. We are just raring to go with so many great guests this year. It's going to be a fantastic year. I think so. I think so. It's so much fun. And, you know, speaking of great things this year, I'm going to share with you my great find over the holiday season. Okay. Uh, it has nothing to do with the military, but I'm so excited with it. Um, it's Kindle Buffet. It's a website. If you have a Kindle device or you just have Kindle readers on your computer or on your phone, you can download these free books. And a lot of times Ooh. publishers will... It's so great, Rob. They send out for, you know, maybe two weeks or a week or three weeks sometimes uh, the ability for anybody who has a Kindle account to download their book for for free. Oh, and wow. It, oh, it's so wonderful. I mean, it's, they you can't do it forever. You have to download it, you know, at that time. But Kindle buffet, just like, you know, a buffet for food, yeah. uh, previews them every day. And um, so they get... The new ones coming in, you don't have to scour Amazon to figure out what it is. You just simply go to that website, click and download, click and download. I've been downloading cookbooks and books to read because I'll fill it up for the calendar year, and I'll have all my reading in place, which is so exciting. That is exciting. Now, is it? do you need your regular Kindle um, uh, login and password to get it, or the whole thing is free? Um, well, you click on it from uh, you click on it from Kindle Buffet, and it brings you right to your Amazon account. And oh, you can okay. From there. Wow, that's really cool. It is really cool, you know. And I was so excited to share that with our readers because you know everybody about how you can get these free books, um, but you know 
finding them is is the hard part, or they're like, yeah. you know, Chopper and Dickens, you know, which we're not going to mm-hmm. read. Well, the thing is, what's nice, too, is that sometimes you're just not quite aware of uh, a particular author that has just released something. Uh, If you're not in that particular, oh, I don't know, if you don't happen to read it in a blog or you're not catching it in in your particular newspaper, I think that's what's really neat about this is that you're able to get like it says, a buffet of new releases that have just come out. Uh, so many things you may not have even been aware of, and, and you are privy to it all of a sudden. That's great. It is. It is. And it's like free. I mean, and free is yeah. good. <laughs> so free, free is, is free. good. The other thing that's nice from the author's point of view is that if they've got uh, a dappling of, of a few free books out there, someone's going to say, oh, wow, I just read this great book, like Sandra and Robin on Military Mom Talk Radio, and say, wow, I just read this great book. You'll have to go out and buy it. So, uh, I mean, <laughs> it's a great promotion. Well, we already booked. We, we, we're booking uh, Trudy Harris, who she wrote two books that I picked up over the holidays, free ones, and they were all about uh, what happens when you die. And mm-hmm. she was a hospice nurse for 25 or 30 years, something like that. She's seen wow. people of every nation, creed, and color, you know, pass on. And, you know, it's what she learned. And I loved these books, Rob, and they were so good. And they were so mm-hmm. comforting for anybody who's had somebody pass away. And... Um, you know, so what did I do? I went on her website, called her, and said, how'd you like show? Because I loved her book so much. Really? How wonderful. And we do have a diverse cross-section of topics this year, don't we? I, I, already, looking at what we've got for a lineup, we have such a tremendous variety this year. We do. We do. I mean, we've got um, really branching out, um, you know, of course, we have military authors and we have people from military charities and, you know, but we're going to bring on some uh, really great wellness people, people to help mm-hmm. us not only feel better, but look better, um, sleep better. Um, we've got some great psychologists coming on. Dr. Jody Bramer's coming back. Dr. Stan Phillips is coming back. We're adding mm-hmm. on Dr. Laura Ehrlich. I mean, there's just a group of people people coming together to help us support the military families through these shows. It's really wonderful. That's wonderful. And I hear you've got this gentleman coming on for veteran support too, huh? We do. We do. We have Stephen Boyd coming on. He's going to be our veteran correspondent, and he's going to be uh, talking to us about what goes on, uh, not only with the veterans' hospitals, but a a lot of the different veteran groups that are out there that are supporting our veterans. And, you know, it's funny, Rob, I was talking about Stephen Boyd coming on, and, and, you know, people were like, well, you know, the veterans, they're so old. And I was like, no, they're not. A lot of our veterans are 18, 19, 20 years old. I mean, I think That's right. the general public thinks of them like, you know, the World War II guys you see running around Sam's Club or Costco with their hat on. And, you know, yeah. that's the perception we have. But, you know, we've got veterans coming back that are 18, 19, 20 years old. Absolutely. My son-in-law is a veteran. And uh, here we are uh, looking at a, a gambit of ages and a gambit of different needs. You do have the people that are 25, 26, 27, 28 years old who are veterans. They've already done their their time in and now they are, are back in society. And you have people like Stephen who are uh, maybe not realizing after all of these years that there are benefits that are going to be 
still available to them. I, I think that's one of the things that sometimes we do forget about is that the veterans who have been uh, back for a while, uh, I'm not calling them old, I'm saying they've been back for a while, They there are many things that uh, they've just thought, oh, they, there's nothing left for me, uh, they, uh, there isn't anything, and we are finding things that there are, so um, uh, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing the different kinds of things, and he's really looking forward to it, I must say. I think that's so exciting. I mean, it just really rounds out, um, you know, what we offer, not only for the military family, you know, but for the veterans um, yeah. and for the families. I think it's so important. Absolutely is. Um, just just to uh, say, I, I'm really looking forward to a lot of the authors, too, that we have on and having Dwight uh, on with us last year when we had Joyce uh, Faulkner as the president from Military Writers Society. I was so excited to hear her perspective on becoming an author, and now I know Dwight has an enthusiasm about him that's going to bring that uh, talk even further about putting a lot of stories down and being able to make sure that we capture a lot of those stories so that more and more people can learn about different experiences that veterans have had or that veterans have just had this this story within them for years and they just need to to let it out could be fiction could be fact it's it's just exciting it is exciting, and, you know, it's so fun to, to be part of this, you know, part of encouraging people to record not only their own personal history, but history mm-hmm. as it related to them. You know, that's what mm-hmm. I think was so fun last year, Rob, you know, when we talk about, you know, the stories I've always heard are, are uh, the Korean War, because that's, you know, my dad was, mm-hmm. was part of so, you know, all his friends will talk about, you know, oh, well, we were dropped here and we froze and our boots filled with water and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, but the fun part was hearing about them, like, you know, talking about how their families related, how their kids related, how they, yeah. what they thought about the food, you know, I mean, just yeah. that aspect of it. And it was so fun this past year with all these authors to really get a taste of all their different experiences in how they related to them. That's what I thought was most interesting to me. Absolutely. And I'm looking forward. We do have so many authors that are coming on, but I do think it's exciting that Dwight will be uh, on this year with us again so that we can inspire some more authors to tell their stories. Because I think the one thing that hit me the most was when we last year had uh, one of the girls from my community on who had been with the band, their high school band that went down to Hawaii when the 70th uh, anniversary of Pearl Harbor had taken place and she was so honored to have been able to um, speak with some of the veterans and to find a perspective that she had never found in a history book the the things that she was able to learn and the things that she was able to discover about that part of history was so um, eye-opening for her she just had never sort of had that feeling, had that um, awareness. So that's the kind of thing that I'm really looking forward to, is having people writing from their hearts. So we've got lots more to come. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. We've got lots to come. And I want to remind everybody that website was Kindle Buffet, K-I-N-D-L-E-B-U-F-F-E-T dot com. 
great. Um, I'm talking about authors. We're getting ready uh, for a break, Sandra. And our first author on the other side of the break uh, that's joining us this year is Carol Stratton. She's written a book called Changing Zip Codes. And I love not only the title, but the byline saying, Finding Community Wherever You're Transplanted. And isn't that wonderful? Because it's true. Sometimes you get uplifted and you get plunked down. (laughs) And no matter what kind of dirt you're going to get put in, you don't you don't know sometimes. And what do you do when you get transplanted like that? So Carol has this delightful book, and it's enriching, it's inspiring, and I can't wait for you all to meet her. Be back in a moment on Military Mom Talk Radio. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. I love it. Debbie Glickman and Deanna Cohen know it. Join these soul sisters on Toginet.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. Showcases two sides. One, to help entrepreneurs showcase their products and tell their story of their happily ever after. And two, to interview people who have realized their own fairy tale and doing something to benefit others. This show is here to help folks who have an idea and want to get it off the ground, as well as to inspire people to make the world a better place by doing something extraordinary or out of the box to help others. Both of these entrepreneurs have their own businesses and websites. With more information on their passions and successes, first for Debbie, Fairy Tale wishesinc.com and for Diana, the next big zing.com believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true with the soul sisters debbie glickman and diana cohen on toginet.com are you happy with your life satisfied with the direction you're taking more importantly are you content with the results you're seeing then success profiles radio is the program for you Join host Brian K. Wright as he talks to experts in many areas relating to life success, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Each week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. For more on Brian and the show, check out his website, briankwright.com. Each week is a dose of inspiration. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. Success Profiles Radio is a show that will clearly demonstrate the principle, if I can do it, you can do it. So don't miss this opportunity to take control of your life and your results. Success Profiles Radio with Brian K. Wright, Mondays at 5 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. We'll put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Help us out, put your name at the top of his list and a statue. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd. And, Robin, we've got a great author coming up. Really great author. I've got the book in my hand, and I have thoroughly enjoyed it. 
Well, I think, you know, when, when I read some of the things about her, and I want to read this to the audience because it's just so perfect. I can't even say it any better. After 22 moves with her husband and four children, author Carol Stratton understands why moving is number three on the list of life stressors. She talks about the invisible spatula that comes into her life, flips the entire household upside down, and she's left with a new home sorting out the mess. Then she goes on to say, children miss their friends and tell you how they've ruined their lives. The dog runs away, and the neighbor comes to inform you that the moving van is parked too near their driveway, <laughs> and you can't use your debit card from the new bank. I mean, that's just perfect for anybody yeah. who's moved. It just resonates right there. Absolutely. <laughs> I think it's so to add maybe packing up the garbage that when they come to move you and pack up your garbage as well <laughs> they do it yeah carol have you had the garbage packed up oh yeah <laughs> i'm Hi, laughing carol, because, welcome <laughs> well, welcome i'm so happy to uh to be here i was just laughing because one of our movers uh we didn't always uh, have movers but a few times we did because it was a corporate move and the this very diligent mover um packed up a half a cookie I had eaten and I'm unwrapping all this and I thought are you kidding me? Oh, how funny. <laughs> oh, it's wonderful. You gotta yeah. love it. I've, I've had actually movers pack up my metal garbage cans. You know, I have the little kinds, but since I have dogs and little kids, I have the kind where you push the foot pedal, it flips up and oh, it yeah. seals it shut. Yeah, and they packed it with the garbage in there. Oh my god. <laughs> That's a find, i got to tell you. Three months in storage and you open it up, that's a <gasps> Wow. That's that a gift is nasty. Gift. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. So what made you decide to write a book? Well, I've been an author. I've written a lot of articles, and uh, I've actually written three other books that haven't been published, but every time I would go to a writer's conference, I would have someone... Um, start telling me about, I would tell them about my moving stories, and they'd yank on me and say, well, you just have to write about moving. I'm thinking, no, <laughs> I hate moving. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to. <laughs> but one day I had a gal actually pull me from, uh, I was headed towards nonfiction in a writer's conference, and this woman who I just met pulled on me and said, no, you need to go to the nonfiction section. <laughs> And I said, okay, God, I get the message. <laughs> so it was uh, kind of one of those things where it, it just sort of evolved. But I do have a real heart for um, especially the military. Uh, even though I have not been in military, I've had a lot of moves, and I've had to learn how to adjust uh, mm -hmm. to new neighborhoods and schools and all those things. Was this book a culmination of your experiences with others, or was this pretty much a autobiography? <laughs> uh, well, I've used a few stories that were really intriguing to me. Um, one is a missionary who um, got actually kicked out of Bible school because he ran out of money, and he just sat on the front lawn smiling, saying, God's going to take care of me. And it was such an amazing story. I said, can I put that in the book? So were there two or three that just really inspired me, but uh, I had a lot of on my own that I wanted to share and pretty much wanted to do either humor or um, kind of a you-can-make-it-it's-not-the-end-of-the-world, um, and actually there might be some really great things on the other end of uh, the moving van. So I, want, I mainly want to encourage people, but I did use uh, a few stories from uh, other writers who were gracious enough to uh, share their stories. Mm. 
wonderful. Now, what's your funniest experience moving? I mean, I have had a lot of experiences moving. I would say there are many of them funny, but they are yeah. funnier the further you get away yes. from it. Oh, yes, yes. Well, we were... Um, I had three children, five and under, so, you know, that's a issue right there. And you're showing the house about four times a day, and it was in the days where uh, the uh, interest rates were quite high, and still people were looking at our house. And my husband had accepted a job in Ohio, and we had to move from Indiana to Ohio. So I quickly raced around the um, house because we had a showing that morning, got everything picked up, threw the uh, toys in the uh, bathtub and put the... Uh, curtain over it so no one could see. I've got little tricks out. Um, got everybody in their car seat. And um, actually, before that, I uh, quickly did a real fast bath. And you, if you have small children, you know you can just be awesome how fast you can take a, a, a bath. So uh, I actually got them in the car. We drove around for um, about 10 minutes and uh, got home and put all the kids back. And then I went to the bathroom and I looked by the um, by the bathtub and there were my little panties just waiting for the owners <laughs> to uh, come back and retrieve them. And I thought, oh please, don't let these people buy the house, please, please, please. <laughs> so embarrassing. <laughs> that is hilarious. So maybe you were sending a husband a message. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was oh like <laughs> but you are a little crazy when you have little kids and you, you just oh, aren't even thinking what you're doing you just move 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 and uh, oh that's the truth that's the truth <laughs> yeah well with children you must have uh had to deal with getting them uh prepared for a move what do you do or how do you get little kids ready to move right. if they're not wanting to leave their their friends or their their uh, bedroom. Right. Well, the bedroom is actually a real issue because I had my daughter when she was, I think she was about three or four, and she was pretty uh, upset. And finally, it dawned on me. She said to me one day, "Well, mommy, um, am I going to have new toys in the new house?" Because she thought we left everything in the house. Including her toys. I said, mm. Oh, honey, we're packing it all up. It's all coming. It's okay. But, um, yeah, I think my kids have learned to be very resilient. But, yeah, saying, hard, uh, saying goodbye to friends were hard. Several of our moves were in um, kind of a local area, so uh, they could call their friends up and have them over. So that wasn't so hard. But uh, when they moved from one state to another, um, that was a little trickier. Mm. Um, but but I think what happened, and this is the thing I would love to share with your listeners, that I now that my kids are grown, I have seen that as our family is very close because we had to be our own support group. We didn't have a certain church, a certain neighborhood. We didn't always have a lot of family around. Sometimes we did. So our children um, really enjoy being around each other and I think maybe appreciate each other a little more. So I, I really did gain something very wonderful out of these moves. That's really interesting. What an interesting perspective. Mm -hmm. That uh, one would think, wouldn't think of that that's going to bring the family closer in, in that regard. I, I think mm -hmm. that's great. San, you haven't been, you haven't moved with the boys, have you? Uh, have oh, I, I moved, moved with what? 
Oh, no, Sandra, I was asking if Sandra had moved with the boys. I don't think you have, have you? Well, I moved with the little one, or the older one. I moved with mm. Max when he was three. That was oh, three, okay. three-year-old and seven dogs. Um, don't ever <laughs> tell anybody. <laughs> oh, wow. And I did. I had seven of them in kennels. Oh, and, um, yeah, it was brutal. Um, mm. but, you know, it's hard any way you slice it. I think in the little one just kept wandering around the house going, like, what happened to the old house? Because he really yeah. didn't quite get it. Um, and, uh, you know, I think the hardest thing for me with moving, the best part of it is getting rid of all the junk. Like, I just love tossing things out and handing things out. Um, but, you know, I moved six times in ten years, and that was mm. the best for me been at my current house five years and you're going to have to shuffle me out with the trash at this point <laughs> i'm not moving <laughs> you want to come move me out i'll move but no um but you do your much you do you do That's yeah cool. and then when it's time to move you're like don't need this don't need that don't do this here you want to count yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> you know anybody who any part in the storm at that point yeah yeah that's good now rob how long have you been in your place well, let's see. The child, when we moved here, the children were uh, in the third grade and fifth grade. So that was difficult. We, it was fortunate that we did not move from one state to another. We at least were still in the same state. Like, like Carol said, at least it's, it's, you're able to still call those friends or it's not out of the question to be able to drive to that part of the state to be able to go and, uh, and visit them but yeah we we had our issues that's we mm-hmm. we, we all went out for chinese food <laughs> we cried in our in our sushi and our chinese food <laughs> we, well we you gotta, have to do that yeah 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 we've got a couple more minutes before the end of the segment carol uh, one of the things that i love to see in this book are the passages the the uh Bible passages that you have before each chapter. Um, this was very important for you to include in this book, wasn't it? Yes, it was. I, I truly believe that the Lord helped me keep my sanity. I had a husband who did a lot of traveling, and I think it forced me to develop a stronger relationship with the Lord because I didn't have the automatic neighbors there in support group. And I really see how God has been a friend to me through through these moves and I guess that's really my desire is to uh, to have a reader read changing zip codes and realize that God is there. He's he's opening your front door, welcoming you. He's a wel- welcoming God and uh just to understand that is such a comfort for me and I want to just pass that on if nothing if you get nothing else out of the book. Just that God it, God is there and God is for you and he loves you very much. Wow, isn't that wonderful? Uh, where can we find your book, Carol? Well, I have my book. It's in two forms, print and Kindle, and it's on Amazon.com. If you just put in uh, changing zip codes, it'll pop up. And, um, yeah, it, I think it'll be very helpful to a lot of people. Oh, I know it'll be very helpful. Carol Stratton, thank you so much for being with us. We look forward to uh, that support whenever we have a move coming up. (laughs) That's great. Thank you so much. Thanks. We have Star Johnson. She is the director of a a theater group in Washington, D.C., soon to open Lost Letters from the Frontline to the home front. Be back in a moment. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? 
Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Do you feel like when you watch a cooking show or read a food magazine that the recipes are not practical for a busy family? Do you wish you could have a conversation with someone about the best way to get dinner on the table fast after a long day at work? Are you tired of cooking dinner only to have your family turn up their nose and all of your hard work? Do you want to hear more about healthy living and finding more time to find your passion in life? We'll pull up a chair and visit with Heather Tallman, host of Around the Kitchen Sink. Thursday nights at 10 p.m. here on Tugginet Radio. Like many women, finding balance in life and time to take care of yourself is hard to do. Between managing a career and marriage and children and a busy family schedule, it's hard to maintain a sense of self. And Heather shares how she does it. Check out Heather's website, basilmama.com. Join us for food and a whole lot more on Around the Kitchen Sink with your host, Heather Tallman. Thursday nights at 10 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Chances are you didn't give birth to Einstein. So why are you trying to raise your child to be like him? Welcome to Stop Raising Einstein with your host, Tara Kennedy Klein. Woohoo Radio Network's parenting show dedicated to helping you release the myth of the perfect parent and discover the unique brilliance in your child and you. Tara and her panel of amazing, intelligent, and sometimes off-the-wall guests will share the tips, tools, trends, and techniques available that will help you stop raising Einstein and start relishing your role as a proud and present parent. Join her every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time for Stop Raising Einstein, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd. And for those of you that missed the first half of the show, we welcomed Carol Stratton, the author of Changing Zip Code. She has moved 22 times. She's written a fantastic book. You can find it on Amazon. You can find it at her website at changingzipcode.com. Rob, that was so much fun. I love talking about moving because moving is such a big part of the military lifestyle. Oh, it certainly is, and it's never easy, but I love so many of the people that we have had on last year and things like Carol's book that just makes it so much easier. It's hard to go through it, but thank goodness there's resources to help us get through. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And we also need things to entertain us, things to take our mind off of what's going on in our lives. And sometimes there are movies and plays and books out there that get us to see things in a whole different light. And we have the joy of having Star Johnson, she's the director and the co-writer of the D.C. Woman Theaters Group, lost letters from the front line to the home front. And um, this is such a great, great program. Uh, Star, are you with us? Hello? I think, uh, there you are. Hi, Star. Yes, I'm right here. How are you? Great. Great. Terrific. So this uh, play, um, The Lost Letters from the Frontline to the Home Front, can you tell our listeners a little bit more about uh, what, just what does this exactly mean? Sure, sure. Lost Letters um, is a series of interconnected monologues that focuses on a variety of issues that women deal with in the military as well as those back at the home front. And we look at uh, just a wide, wide variety of issues, including grief, loss, love, PTSD issues, rape, infidelity, and we use um, these monologues and these short scenes to just convey these issues in a way that helps bring bring light to them, because we really don't hear a lot about women in the military, and we especially don't hear a lot about women who are left back at home on the home front and who have to, you know, Put, put, their, put the pieces together to their lives when they have people go away and when they have to just deal with, with all these issues. So we are um, using this, this play to shine a light on, on some, dark, some dark issues that we generally don't hear a lot about. Hmm. And so I'm this so is our intrigued. second year um, performing Lost Letters, and um, we just really hope that people will come out and, and you know, you see what we have to say about, about these issues. How long a time period of it? This is the second um, presentation. You say this was uh, originally presented in 2011. How long did this compilation take place? Because I'm sure you had to gather a lot of source material and stories and testimonies and affidavits to be able to compile this and then pare it down into this uh, theatrical script. Um, Yes, so... Originally, when we performed the show, we had about seven monologues, and we um, used so we used some experiences um, from the writers. Like, for example, um, our primary writer, Serena Freeman, she, um, you know, she used some experiences from her from her own life and from people that she's spoken with. And so we had about seven monologues that we wrote, and it was a very small show. We had a very, you know, very small audience, and we just performed it, and we really enjoyed performing that. And we did that on Veterans Day of 2011. So oh. during this time, we have really just worked on on doing research, f- figuring out different issues that we want to address, and then um, writing and editing and just getting together some really good material. And so we were actually going to perform it again on Veterans Day of this year of 2012. But then we thought, why, why don't we only have to resign issues of military life and, and, and life on the home front to one day a year? I mean, mm. these issues are pressing and they're prevalent every day of the year. So we decided to just put a little bit more time into it and then present it in February, which is when our show will be, will be um, being performed. So we, it took about, I think, from that time when we started until now to just kind of figure out what we want to say 
in terms of these issues and just issues that women face in general. And then we just put all of the all of it together, got all of our research, did a lot of editing, did a lot of um, fact checking and whatnot, and then we were able to to um, compile this this work. So we're really excited about presenting it in February because, you know, I think people may think, well, this is a show about military life. Why isn't it done during Veterans Day? And I think that it's a it's a great day to have where we um, Veterans Day is a great day to have where you can you can honor people who served and honor people who are who are dealing with military related issues. But I think that every day of the year people deal with these issues. So I think that it's it's good that we're presenting it in February as opposed to last year what we did in um, during during Veterans Day. Hmm. I think so, because there's so much going on. I know, you know, at Military Mom over here, we get all sorts of invitations to, you know, go places for Veterans Day, and I think it's such a great place to honor people, but, you know, you're only one person. You can only go to a few events or attend a few events, and I think it's so great to raise awareness year-round about what our uh, military women are facing. Absolutely. How many performances are you planning on presenting well, right now we're going to be performing the um, February 22nd and 23rd. Um, both performances are 7.30 p.m. that night, but we are actually considering adding some more performance dates and times just because we've gotten a lot more um, interest and we, we expect to get more interest and we want to be able to tell the story as many nights and as many times as we can. So um, if you were to go to our our Tumblr page is dcwtg.tumblr.com, or you can follow us on Twitter at DC Women's Theater. You will um, we'll keep everyone updated on, on additional shows that will be added. That's wonderful. I'm really intrigued because my, well, she's not my daughter-in-law yet, but I'm hoping she's going to be my daughter-in-law. <laughs> um, she has a theater group, and I am so aware of all that goes into the uh, de- development of a presentation, of a performance, and I can only imagine how how um, involved each of the characters must become in their, in the, uh, or the actors must become in the character that they're portraying. Well, that's, it, that's actually an, an incredible point because I think, I think if you were to go up to 10 random people on the street, I think that most, if not all of them would have some type of connection to the military. And mm-hmm. that was the case for, a lot of our performers. I mean, there were people who had connections to different issues that I would have had no way of knowing about until after they were cast, and then they came up to me and said, hey, you know, this is something that I've, I've been through. This is an issue that has affected me. And so um, I think that we have a phenomenal, a phenomenal, phenomenal cast of, of performers in this show, and they have all worked really hard on connecting to the pieces, and some of them you know, didn't have to look so far because a lot of the issues were stuff that they had, had maybe had been through or that had on it been through or that someone in their, in their you know, immediate family or, or close friend had been through. So, I mean, I just think that these issues are universal, even beyond military life. I mean, of love and loss and grief. And, and these are issues that are universal with women. And I think that this, this, this show has really helped a lot of our performers to just, Maybe even, I always say theater is important because it's, a, it's an agent of entertainment, but it also could be an agent of healing at some, in some ways. So I think that this, you know, could have, have a larger purpose than just entertaining. So, I, I mean, my, my cast has been 
they've been really, really great at just connecting to the work and finding stuff in their lives to, to help them connect better to their pieces. Well, I think it's so important that you have that connection, um, you know, not only with the, with the people you're performing for, um, but it touches you in your own life. How has this changed uh, you uh, prior to putting this together and then now uh, directing and, and uh, co-writing this? How has it changed you as a person? Um, I think that it's something that has just helped me, helped me understand um, a lot of the... Um, understand a lot of the issues that women go through who are who are, who are back at home because because these women are um we have we have a lot of issues that we're dealing with with women who in the military who are soldiers and who are veterans but there's a lot of issues that women go through who are back home and i think this helped just raise an awareness for me to see how hard it can be for for example a, a, a woman who is we have a, a monologue about a woman who's with child and she has her husband who's overseas and she really doesn't know if he is going to come back or if he's not going to come back. And so I think that, I mean, just issues like that, it, it really has raised awareness for me personally. And I, it's helped me see how, how difficult this can be, but also how much strength it takes to be able to deal with these, with these, um, with these different trials. So, I mean, I think everything, everything that we do in the theater group really has an impact on me personally, and this show has probably, has probably done that the most. I'm so excited for the people that are in your area, and I'm hoping that people are going to be able to get to you. Let's uh, before we close out the segment, Star. I want to make sure we have those dates out there again uh, in February for your perform first performances. Yes, um, our performance will be February 22nd to 23rd, and we'll probably be adding more dates. Um, at the D.C. Arts Center in Adams Morgan in Washington, D.C. And if you want more information about D.C. Women's Theater Group in general, uh, we have a lot of a lot of amazing shows that we um, that are coming up. Um, Serena Freeman, our primary writer and um, co-producer of this of this project, is writing some uh, some amazing work on on mental illness. And we have um, another writer, Ariel Statement, who's writing some um, some work on a, a really really great ensemble piece for women. And so we want you guys to, to know what we're doing and to follow us on Twitter at DC Women's Theater or check us out on on Tumblr at dcwtg.tumblr.com and if, if there's anyone out there listening who is interested in joining DC Women's Theater Group you can just shoot us a tweet or shoot us a, an email through our Tumblr and we'd be more than happy to to see you know how you can become involved that's awesome. Star, thanks so much. Star Johnson from DC Women's Theater Group. That's dcwtg.tumblr.com. Thanks, Star. Thank you. Coming up, we've got Dwight Zimmerman from the Military Writers Society of America. Can't wait to chat with Dwight and say Happy New Year. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Are you yearning to connect with those close to you who have passed on? Do you feel you'd be more at peace or more in balance in your life if you could only have that connection? 
Now you do. It's time for Alex Laws and the Alex Laws Hour. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Alex discovered an incredible balance that allowed him to listen and receive messages from the other side. Not your traditional psychic medium. Alex has spent the last 27 years as an endurance athlete and entrepreneur. At the core of Alex's abilities is his knowing that in order to open one's soul to the universe, one must open their heart to being authentic. The wisdom Alex has shared from those beyond the veil has helped at an international level and changed people's lives and sometimes, too, their direction in life. Need help with your life or business direction? Tap into the spiritual realm of Alex Laws. For more information, check out alexlaws.com. Then join us for the Alex Laws Hour with Alex Laws. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central, here on The Rock. Star Radio Network. Information about book publishing is power. The power to change your authoring life and the power to change the lives of your readers. So join us for Your Guide to Book Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific on the Rockstar Radio Network. We'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now. As the book shepherd, Dr. Judith Bryles is in. And each week, she will include publishing professionals that will reveal tips and secrets to the author's journey. If there is a book in you, you want to listen, learn, and yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. On the Rockstar Radio Network. We'll put a boot in your ass. It's the American way. Help us out. Put your name at the top of his list. And a statue of liberty started shaking. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms. This is Sandra Beck, and I am here with Robin Boyd on Military Mom Talk Radio, and we have welcomed Carol Stratton, the author of Changing Zip Codes, Star Johnson. She's the director of the D.C. Women's Theaters Group that's putting together uh, lost letters from the front line to the home front, and now we're going to have one of our favorites. Yay! Right, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's so much fun. Uh, he's Dwight Zimmerman from Military Writers Society of America. He is the president. He's also a best-selling an award-winning author, a radio show host, producer, I'm the president of Military Writers Society of America. Uh, could you tell my mother that? Uh... <laughs> I will tell your wife, your daughter, your mother, your housekeeper, anybody you wanted me to tell. I, uh, you know, uh, thank you so much, Sandra, for you know, such a wonderful um, you know, introduction. I I have to say that there are times you, I've had people uh, say, "Well, give give me your you know writer's bio, you know," and then I you know pull the thing up and I update it and everything like that, and I read the damn thing and well, I'm sorry, the darn thing, <laughs> and I look at it and say, "Who in the world is that guy?" Uh, I, I have to say that um, I have been so blessed in my career, uh, 
the things that uh, the opportunities that have uh, come to me and I've risen to the occasion and I, I've just been having so much fun and yeah it is just it is, I mean I, I'm just amazed because people say I, I, I look at people who have been able to concentrate on you know various genres various fields for whatever you know, reason I have uh, been one of these people that just knocks around all over the place. Next thing I know, there I am doing all this uh, other stuff. Uh, and my latest book is uh, coming out uh, this summer. Is a uh, yet another uh, example of you know, going off to new, new territory. Publisher contacted me uh, and said, "We want you to do a Civil War quiz book." How interesting! Yeah, I just yeah, it's cool. Five hundred questions I had to come up with. Did you come up with one about muskets? Because I wrote a paper in the seventh grade about muskets. I just Uh, I did have that. Uh, You know, so the you know it's uh, like multiple choice, true, false. You know, you know, um, fill in the blank, uh, match word and term, and everything like that. Uh, uh, and you know, the publisher said, you know, everything from easy to uh, yeah, expert. Yeah, and I looked at doing uh, a wide range of stuff. I mean, obviously, you have the generals and you know the battles and all that sort of stuff. But I also wanted to make it you know, interesting you know, in spreading out uh, the uh, concepts. So, toss this one out at you. Uh, one of the questions here, it's a multiple choice. Uh, the question is, all portrait photographs of Lieutenant General Ulysses S. Grant's wife, uh, Julia Grant, are of her in profile. The reason for that is, A, she has a large dif- disfiguring birthmark on one cheek. B, she lost part of an ear in a childhood accident. C, she is cross-eyed. D, she had a condition known as strab, strabismus, uh, the misalignment of the eyes. E, she had a scar on one side of her jaw, the result of a childhood accident. The Jeopardy, you know, countdown goes down. <laughs> I'm going to go with childhood accident. What are you going to say, Rob? Yeah, I was going to say either something. I, I was going to say her eyes were cross-eyed. You are correct. The answer is C. She was cross-eyed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Isn't that something? Well, that I can, we're going to have to definitely uh, get a lot more updates as the uh, your uh, release date comes up. One of the things I think that's so exciting about Military Writers Society is the the eclectic. Uh, a, a, a mass of people that are uh, brought together with this one organization. And I'm sure you must um, get a lot of new people coming in. And how how do you inspire these new people that are just starting to write to uh, not only get their book published, but then to become a part of MWSA? Well, thank you so much for saying all of that, because, yes, uh, I am really happy to see the wide variety of uh, contributions that I see from the uh, the members, everything from uh, children's books. There have been just uh, 
grandmothers and mothers, you know, doing these fascinating uh, picture books. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all the way up through to uh, veterans doing their memoirs, and then, you know, obviously me, you know, you know, the assorted things that I have done. Um, it is the fact that we embrace everything. You know, all we ask is that you write honestly, you do the best that you can. Uh, there is no comparison vis-a-vis someone as a first-time author as opposed to someone who has you know, done multiple books, articles, what have you. Everyone is on a level playing field. And the work that uh, I have seen over the years is just absolutely astonishing. And it is so wonderful. Uh, we try and do as much of an outreach as we can to bring in, you know, primarily the veterans, because mm-hmm. the foundation of the organization was to give them a platform and a support system to help them as part of therapy to get their story out, uh, their experiences. Uh, you know, think, things get locked in. And uh, Bill McDonald, when he founded the organization, he really saw, he saw this as a means to help heal mm-hmm. them through their writing. And certainly, you know, the organization has expanded, you know, beyond you know his small start, and I'm really sure. happy for that. Uh, so obviously, we've uh, included a lot more. But mm-hmm. that still is the core of our mission, to help veterans tell their story, to get this stuff out, you know, their experiences out. And uh, we encourage you know, any of the veterans, or, and especially uh, family members, because they are involved, too. And we've had uh, some great stories from family members, their experiences. Past sure. President Joyce uh, Faulkner, uh, yep. that uh, yeah, it, her experiences inspired her to write her wonderful books. Is there a jury process to become a member of Military Writers Society? All you have to do is contact us and say, uh, here's who I am, and I would like to join and then you just pay the membership fee and you're off and running so it's very simple wow wow and there's so many benefits benefits? being a member i'm sorry sandra what yeah i was going to ask what are some of the benefits of being a member uh well you certainly are part of a fellowship uh when I, i i can only speak for myself with regards to my experience because i came in i'm i'm a civilian and uh, I, I was doing a Google search uh, for something, and in that search, that's when I saw, you know, the the URL for Military Writers Society, and so I clicked on it, and I read uh, the the mission statement, and I got, uh, I said, wow, I like this, uh, but I'm not a veteran, so I wondered if I would you know, qualify. So I contacted the president at the time, uh, Joyce's predecessor, mm-hmm. and I, you know, 
you know, did the, you know, quick, you know, down and dirty, you know, statement about who I was and what I had done and uh, said, you know, would I be eligible for membership? He came back and said, yeah, we would love to have you as a member. So I you know, paid the membership fee, uh, and, uh, yeah, really, uh, we are very inclusive. That's wonderful. Uh, Dwight, we're getting so close to the end of the show, um, I just want to make sure that people do know where that website is. It's mwsadispatches.com. And um, you will find uh, all the information there. Um, and we probably should give you a little plug here because on Veterans Radio Program at Ease, you are there on Saturday mornings. We want people to join you at veteransradio.net as well. Well, thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have you back in, uh, I don't know what our frequency is, but I know we've got you coming back and we're going to talk a lot more about um, the writing process and and getting people published. We want to make sure that every story is told and want to make sure that Military Writers Society is a part of that. So thanks, Dwight, so much for being here and giving us that inspiration. Thank you so much. I uh, love to be on the show. Great. We'll see you real soon. Next week, you want to be sure to come uh, tune back in because we have got um, Amy Henkel. She's written a book called 12 Army Wives Book. Uh, I've I've been reading it, and it's really interesting. And we have Autumn Arnold back with us. Uh, She has been a health coach for us in the past year, and Coach Vitality is uh, her focus now. We are going to have her back to give us some great great tips on staying fit and I'm sure after the holidays and I know Sandra we've been talking about this but after the holidays you just kind of feel like you're going to have to do something to to get back in shape so we're going to have Autumn with us and talk about our our new selves and our new focus for 2013. We want to make sure you all join us at uh, militarymomtalkradio.com We are there with our podcasts where on iTunes, and we hope you join us right back here at toganet.com next week. Take care. Have a great week, everyone. <laughs>